Another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents American Legion Baseball. The 3-2 pitch. It's swung on right back up the middle, and it gets into center field. One run will score for Runza, and everybody else will hold up. And an RBI single here for Nick Carlson. Today, it's a Cornhusker League doubleheader from Memorial Field as Kearney Post 52 hosts Grand Island Five Points. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Curveball in the hole between short and third. They're going to try and score them both. There'll be a play at the plate, but they cut it off. And sliding in safely will be Lane Shires and Brant Grosskreitz. It's a two RBI single. Post 52 is coming off a solid 4-0 weekend and wraps up the home portion of their season tonight. It's Carney and Grand Island coming up next. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone. From Memorial Field in Kearney, it is time for American Legion Baseball. Not what we thought we were going to be doing tonight, but nonetheless, it is Kearney and Grand Island. Instead of Runza at Home Federal at Ryder Park, it is Grand Island five points at Kearney Post 52 here at Historic Memorial Field in what most likely will be the final American Legion Baseball games here this summer. Runza is closed down because of the COVID for these last two games. Post 52 then goes to Hastings on Thursday, and we'll have those games here on ESPN. Carney Jerseys is still playing, but would have to be the higher seed in their tournament to get a home game. Jerseys playing tonight at Central City. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN, the second meeting of the year between these two teams. Way back at the beginning of the season in Grand Island, five points swept. Carney Post 52, 6 to 5, and 12 to 4. They have the better of it record-wise. They are 24-7, and and Post-52, 18-17-1, winning four games this weekend, sweeping the number two sophomore team over in uh, Grand Island in Tom Dinsdale and then uh, taking care of Lexington on Sunday. We'll look at the starting lineups and get you ready for today's doubleheader right after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today.
Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Grand Island, five points. Batting first and playing shortstop is Riley Plummer. The designated hitter bats second, Cole Bauer. At first base, batting third is Cohen Evans. The cleanup hitter and the leading hitter for Grand Island this year will be the third baseman, Carson Lighting. Lighting, uh, one of the leading hitters, we should say. He's at 395. Uh, got a couple guys that are actually batting over 400. In the number five slot is center fielder Eli Ahrens. Batting sixth and doing the catching is Braden Lee. Batting seventh in left field, Tyson Nelson. At second base and batting eighth, Gage Brockmeyer. And in right field, batting ninth is Seth Myers. On the mound for Grand Island, five points in game one will be their leading hitter. That's Tyler Fay. He hits at 426, but they're just going to have him pitch here in game number one. The head coach is Jake Redman, assisted by Jeff Balls, Bobby Simpson, and Cooper Anthony, 24-7 and seven on the season. For Carney Post 52, they'll start with shortstop Scout Simmons, Batting second at second base is Ty Renninger. The catcher is Nolan Smith. He'll bat third. The cleanup hitter will be the pitcher, number 13, Corin Conrad. In right field, batting fifth is Peyton Larson. At third base and batting sixth, Jace Gappa. Batting seventh in center field, Riley Miller. Next to him in left field, batting eighth is Brody Arnold. And playing first base in game one and batting ninth is Blake Radis. Carney Post 52 comes in with a record of 18, 17, and 1. They are coached by Matt Connett, assisted by Cole Staub and Max Knippi. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. Back with more from Memorial Field right after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. Can we do have American Legion baseball also airing right now on 1230 AM KHAS as the Hastings five point seniors wrapping up a tremendous season, taking on Norfolk. Uh, they got going just about an hour ago and Mike will has the call for you there. And again, uh, we will have on 
ESPN Radio Thursday night from Duncan Field and Hastings. The Post 52 and Hastings Johnson Imperial Home Juniors to uh, wrap up the season. But again, Carney Renza uh, played their final games last Thursday. They were supposed to play Sterling, Colorado over the weekend. Sterling canceled ahead of time. And then uh, there was a player that may have COVID, uh, and they wanted to just make sure that there wasn't any problems, especially as we're getting closer to returning to maybe fall sports or what's going on uh, as far as uh, other sports and things uh, for school. So they ended the year at 21-7 and last Thursday. They split a doubleheader with North Platte that you heard right here on ESPN Radio. Sports continuing in the area. Tomorrow uh, we're going to have some fun on the Doug and Daddy show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit with Ron Higdon from the Nebraska School Activities Association uh, about the sport of girls wrestling, but also how things are looking going into the fall as they continue to stay busy. We will uh, also be talking with the Shockey boys, Carson and Alex, tomorrow. They're actually going to be paired together for the first two rounds of the Pinnacle Bank Championship down at Indian Creek and Elkhorn on the Corn Ferry Tour. All of the Nebraskans will tee off in the morning. They go just after 9 o'clock, but Scott Kucheski, Brandon Crick, Brady Schnell all playing separately, tee off between 7.15 and 7.45 on uh, Thursday. So uh, we'll talk with them. And also tomorrow we're going to talk with uh, Pleasanton's Tice Westland. Westland committing to the football team at Wyoming last week, and uh, he's still trying to keep things going so that they can play uh, this fall over at Pleasanton, a team that made it to the state finals this last year. So full up tomorrow. We're looking forward to that. We do have Kansas City Royals baseball tonight on the breeze, 94.5. Action gets underway with the pregame here at 5.30. First pitch is at 6.10. The Royals pounded six home runs last night, beating Detroit 14-6. to So that series uh, continuing right there. Also want to remind you that you can listen to our games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Getting in touch to talk with Coach Jake Redman before the ball game from Grand Island. Uh, everybody's here. Everybody's suited up, so they're in good shape. Uh, he's very pleased with the way their season has uh, played out as they get ready to wrap things up uh, later this week. Uh, didn't actually get a chance to talk face-to-face before the game with Matt Connett as he was tied up with some uh, responsibilities, but uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to do that after the ball games here tonight. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. American Legion Baseball here on ESPN Radio. So glad that you're along with us and listening to tonight's contest, a chance to see post-52. Both teams have plenty of kids out, and so for the most part, you'll see a totally different lineup for game number two. They have that many guys that they can uh, sub in and rotate in. There might be a couple of guys uh, like Tyler Fay pitching in this game that they'll be able to get in there and use offensively in game number two. The national anthem is coming up, and then we'll be ready for first pitch between Carney Post 52 and Granite on five points here on ESPN Radio. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. We get our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. And ready to go. Everybody's here for this uh, next-to-last contest of the uh, regular season, and we're glad you're along with us here tonight for American Legion Baseball. And again, we told you uh, Carney Post 52 wraps up Thursday at Hastings. And for uh, five points, this is the final game on their schedule of the season. Uh, we'll double check to make sure that that's exactly things uh, play out. But they're warming up but about ready to go for American Legion Baseball. Uh, for post 52, they're wearing the base white with the blue trim, while Grand Island wearing uh, the base blue with the white trim. You don't see Grand Island in blue very often. But they're ready to get it going here, and it'll be Riley Plummer standing in there. Four or five points. He'll lead things off playing shortstop here today, hitting 354 on the season. And he is going against Corin Conrad as we are ready for the first pitch of the home finale. And it's going to be right down the middle, taken all the way for strike one. Good fire in there by Conrad. So 0-1 the count. Then it'll be Cole Bauer and Cohen Evans to get things started here for five points. Tries to throw a little breaking ball, stays up and in. One and one. Very familiar when you look down there at that Carney dugout. About all the coaches from all the teams do it the same way. Come out, sit on a chair or bucket outside. Not the same over in the visiting dugout. And the 1-1 pitch is taken as well, 1-2. So Riley Plummer has stood there and watched three pitches, and two of them have hit the strike zone here for Conrad, who's working quickly right from the middle of the picturing arbor. And the over-the-top swung on and grounded towards short. Picked up there by Scout Simmons. Fires across, and it's not in time. Good speed by Plummer, and maybe they just weren't aware of the speed because that was pretty much a routine grounder over to short. Now, Simmons did not come in to the grass. He was playing back, but came in, fielded the ball, threw it onto money, and that's an infield single for Riley Plummer. There was no bobble. He just beat it out. So Cole Bauer is going to be the designated hitter here in the opening game as Blake Radis will hold him on over at first, and Conrad will throw over. Not a big enough lead to worry about. So Riley Plummer able to get on, and we'll see if he's able to use that speed to move right away. The first pitch is going to be in there, so Cole Bauer takes strike one, and Plummer 
Saw strikes. Now Bauer seeing strikes. 0-1 the count. Here in the top of the first, just underway on KXPN, Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And the 0-1 pitch. Going to be hit into center field. Base hit. Plummer round second, but just stops right there. As on it is going to be Riley Miller. And so back-to-back singles to start the ball game here for Grand Island. And again, they're a really a pretty good hitting team. And of course, at 24-7, and seven, that should not be a surprise, but You've got Lighting at 395. Cohen Evans now batting at 414. Riley Plummer, 354. Fay, who's just going to do the pitching, hits 426. Uh, Cole Bauer, 357. So some strength at the top of the lineup. Evans is a lefty. They'll come in at the corner at first, play back at third with runners at first and second. And the first pitch is going to be just outside, ball one. 1-0 to Cohen Evans and a good start here for Grand Island. Usually when Carney has been getting in trouble this year, it has been on the mound giving free passes. So at least the first two at-bats have been base hits. And here's a big swing and a miss by the lefty Evans, and it's one and one. Gordon Conrad, good-looking pitcher here. Tall, lanky kid, just pretty much throws right over the top. The 12-6 position. Tried a couple of off-speeds that missed, but he has been finding the zone. 1-1 1-1 to Evans with two on. Nobody out here to start the game. There's a beautiful breaking ball that's taken for strike two. One and two. Jake Redman with the lineup card in his hand. Checking the list to see if he wants to send somebody here. What he wants to do. Carson Lighting is waiting on deck. And the 1-2 pitch now from Conrad on the way. And it's outside. Ball two. Sailed away to the lefty. Two and two. Post 52, an opportunity to do at least one doubleheader for everybody this year. We saw jerseys and five points a couple of times. Of course, we did a bunch of runs and now get to finish it out with post 52. 2 2, taking a little longer on the stretch and the delivery. Going to be swung on and fouled back out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. Stop and see your home real estate agent today, like. Lori Sierra, or Wendy Vosser. Big sponsors of Legion Baseball. So the count remains 2-2. Two and two. Evans waving the bat. The 4-14 hitter. Umpire sets up on the inside. The 2-2 breaking ball swung out and missed. Strike three. So Evans missed on that one. And a big strike out there for Corn Conrad. So one out and still two on. And Carson Lighting, the cleanup hitter, batting just under 400, will stand in there playing third. Jace Gappa playing a little deeper at third. Again, still coming in, even with the bag at first, is Blake Radis. But no signs of any bunt attempts or even thinking of squaring, at least so far. And lighting the cleanup hitter would love to clean it up here. Big swing and chop foul at the plate. Strike one. One and one. Again, defensively for Carney here to start the ball game. You've got Brody Arnold in left, Riley Miller in center, Peyton Larson in right. Jace Gappa at third, Ty Redinger at second, Blake Radis at first, and Scout Simmons, the shortstop, Nolan Smith doing the catching. And now Corn Conrad brings home the 0-1 pitch to Carson Lighting. Check swing, he went, strike two. So a little movement on the baseball there for Corn Conrad. And he's ahead 0-2, trying to work around the two leadoff singles here from Plummer and Bauer. 
Doesn't get too far away from the rubber, even when the ball's thrown back to him. And the pitch swung on and chopped again at the plate. Foul ball. So it'll stay 0-2. Pretty pleasant night here at the ballpark. Historic Memorial Field in Kearney. Actually, the weather's not supposed to be all that bad temperature-wise for a while. Might see some rain on Thursday. 84 degrees here. And the pitch, curveball up, and that'll be ball one. So one and two to Carson Lighting with Eli Aarons waiting on deck. Winds out of the south-southeast, less than 10, not even rippling the flag right now, but about seven mile an hour, enough to move the leaves on the top of the trees as you look around the ballpark. Plummer at second, Bauer at first. One out, the one-two pitch, check swing, and he got a little piece of it, fouled it back to the screen. First of two tonight here at Memorial Field. Carney trying to avenge a couple of losses from earlier in the season to Grand Island, 6-5 and 12-4. And another 1-2 pitch. That one bounces in front of the plate. Didn't get him to chase it this time, and it's 2-2 two two to Lighting. Defense playing... Straight up, and as usual, the younger you get, the little more shallow they play in the outfield. Pretty shallow out there for Miller in center field, all things considered. A little bigger lead away from second for Plummer. This one's going to be grounded towards Simmons at short. He picks it up, throws to second. It's low, and he dropped the ball. Everybody's safe. Instead of getting two, they got none. It just didn't stick in the glove there, Ty Redinger, and low throw. That'll be an error on the shortstop, and everybody is safe. Lighting now at first, Bauer at second, and Plummer at third. And Aaron stands in there, the center fielder. So far on the year, Eli's batting 297. Couple doubles, about five of them it looks like on the year. And the first pitch is chopped foul down the third baseline. 0 and 1. Again, Conrad's throwing strikes. Couple of hits, then the strikeout. Then the ball that was just not handled out there between short and second. So the base is loaded. And one out. Conrad's pitch grounded back up the middle. Second base. Redinger bobbles it, but he gets it over to Simmons in time to get one. And the run will score. So Lighting is forced out for out number two. Aarons is safe on the fielder's choice. And he does drive in the run as Plummer comes across to score. And Grant Island jumps out to a one nothing lead. Bauer scampers down to third. Braden Lee doing the catching here this afternoon for Grant Island five points. Comes to the batter's box. Open base down there at second. Lead for Aarons. It's a safe one. Carney gets out of here with just giving up the one. That would be a good job by Conrad, the pitcher. And Corrin's pitch is going to stay high here to Braden Lee. He started every batter off with strikes. That one, though. Stayed high, ball one. Tyson Nelson would be next. Sixth man to come to the plate here in the top of the first four. Grand Island, one nothing. Two on, two out. Runners at the corners. Conrad out of the stretch. Brings it home, and that's strike one, one and one. Lee thought about it. Pretty good speed on that one from Conrad. 
And it's 1-1. Coach is shouting out the pitch instructions to catcher Nolan Smith, who then relays them out to Conrad. Now comes set 1-1 pitch from Conrad. Pitch out. And nobody was going. So ball two. Two balls and one strike. Nelson next. This may give Aaron's a little bit bigger lead over there. Not going to pitch out again on a 2-1 count. Not going. And it's going to be through the wickets into the backstop, and a run will score. You didn't have to steal a base. Coming in on the pass ball, Cole Bauer. And it's 2-0 in favor of Grand Island. Aaron's will scamper down to second. And it's now 3-1 on Braden Lee. Juniors baseball tonight here on ESPN Radio. Again, Norfolk playing uh, Hastings, and that is right now on 1230 KHAS as the 3-1 pitch is low and in. And now a walk with two outs and runners at first and second. And Tyson Nelson stands in there. So the first free pass by Corn Conrad. Carney should be out of the inning, but unable to get that third out. Have an error in the inning. Everything after this is unearned. And the pitch in there for strike one. For the most part, Grand Island is in there taking that first pitch every time. Of course, interesting that you've got Max Knipping as an assistant coach for Kearney against Grand Island. You've got Jake Redman as the coach for Grand Island against Kearney. The 0-1 pitch way outside. Ball one, one and one. Plummer and Bauer single to start the ball game, and both have scored now, so 2 nothing in the top of the first for Grand Island. Conrad continues to work out there. Pitch count moving up here in the first inning. And the 1-1 outside, ball two. Gage Brockmeyer would be next. As almost everybody's picked up a bat here in the top of the first for Grand Island. Again, they're 24-7 and on the season. Very successful summer for them. And the 2-1 pitch. Inside, ball three. Three and one. So moving the ball around the plate, not as crisp as he was to the first few batters. Conrad's got to get that confidence back. Fire one down the pipe here on 3-1. And the pitch. In there for strike two. Had a little movement on that. Three and two. So the count is full with two outs. That means the runners will be taken off. Aaron's from second. Lee from first. And Nelson trying to put the ball in play. Middle infielder shaded towards second. The 3-2 pitch swung on and hit towards right field. Well hit, but coming over and stagging it out of the air is Peyton Larson. And that will end the top half of the first inning. For Grand Island, five points. They picked up two runs. They did that on two hits. There was one Carney error and two men left on base. After a half an inning, Grand Island, five points, two. Carney post 52 coming to bat on ESPN Tri Cities. Cool. 
Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And we move to the bottom of the first here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And the first three men to the plate for Carney, Scout Simmons, Ty Redinger, and Nolan Smith. And starting on the mound is going to be Tyler Fay, and he starts Scout Simmons off with a strike, and it's 0-1. Of course, Scout comes over from Amherst to play here for Carney. Starting shortstop will take the 0-1 pitch down and away for ball one, 1-1. Straight up defensively, not coming in at all for a bunt anticipation for the leadoff batter. And Simmons will line it right at second, and it kind of bit the uh, second baseman. He turned his glove over, and then the ball just dove right by him. And Gage Brockmeyer, unable to scoop that one up, just fooled him. It was hit so hard right at him that wasn't sure how to try and handle that, and it will go down as an error. But Simmons is aboard, and Ty Redinger will stand in there. Redinger comes to the plate with a batting average of just 220 on the season. Scout Simmons, of course, uh, for Carney, batting 364, one of the leading hitters on the team. First pitch out of the zone here to him, it's 1 0. Redinger waves the bat, swung on a miss, strike one, 1 1. Nolan Smith is on deck. Then it's Corn Conrad, the top four here in the first. Grand Island got the first two men on the game. We're able to get them both in, so they're up two to nothing. Throw over to first, and back in time. Defensively here again for Grand Island. Tyson Nelson in left. Eli Aaron's in center. Seth Myers is in right. Carson Lighting at third. Gage Brockmeyer second. Cohen Evans is at first. Riley Plummer, the shortstop. And the pitch fouled away off the leg there of the batter, Ty Redinger. Noel, uh, Braden Lee is doing the catching, and Tyler Fay. On the mound. And now he is ahead of the count. One and two to Redinger. Action here at Memorial Field. Again, Carney runs his games tonight and Thursday. Called off the threat of COVID. Here's one that's off the end of the bat between first and second. Base runner had to wait, but they're just going to go ahead and make the play at first. Smart play there by Gage Brockmeyer. And Redinger advances the runner. 
but is out, and there is one away here in the bottom of the first. Nolan Smith now stands in there. Catcher for Carney Post 52 here in game one. Nolan hitting 353 on the season. Couple doubles, even has a triple. And the first pitch to him is just on the outside. That was one that could have been either way. It's called a ball this time. 1-0 to Nolan Smith. Simmons gets his lead away from second. Faye looks back, doesn't really worry about it, brings the pitch home. That's low ball two. 2-0. Two oh. Again, both base runner or both the uh, second and short squeeze in second, so there's a little bit more of a hole. Should the ball be put in play that way? And the pitch. Swung on and fouled back out of play. Strike one. Good cut at it by Nolan Smith. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Robert Kayat or Susan Bice. Two balls, one strike to Nolan Smith. Conrad on deck. He'll fist one towards short. The runner's going to go to third, so they'll get him in a pickle. And maybe back at second. Let's find out. Trying to get to second at least. And they will. Well, did they tag him out? Yes, they did. Kind of got a little out of the baseline. So, Simmons tried to get down to third. They get him in a pickle. And he is out number two. In the pitch run for Carney, number 14, Bo And Knapp. coming in now, Bo Knapp will be the courtesy runner. Nolan Smith is on because of the fielder's choice. Smartly ran over to second. And now Corn Conrad has a chance to help himself out. The starting pitcher here for Carney will stand in there as the cleanup hitter. For Conrad, he'll take the one outside. It goes all the way to the backstop. Wild pitch. And that will allow the courtesy runner to uh, move down. Bo Knapp to third base. And it's 1-0 on Conrad. He comes in hitting 311 on the season. 56 plate appearances, or 45 plate appearances, excuse me. Has walked quite a few times. And he will take this one up and in for ball two. 2-0 two oh, with two outs here in the bottom of the first. 2-0 Grand Island. Conrad back up the middle, RBI. And that got into the cap a little bit. He's going to be able to turn and go to second as Eli Aarons wasn't able to cut that one off. And that's going to be an RBI double for Corn Conrad. And that cuts the lead in half, 2-1 to one for Conrad. That's his second double of the season. He is the only player to have doubles, triples, and home runs. Dawson Stutz actually has a couple home runs. And it looks like we're going to have another courtesy runner. And this time it'll be Jack Dahlgren to come in. So 2-1. to one, And they can try and turn it around again here with the right fielder, Peyton Larson. And the swing and a miss at a fastball, strike one. Jace Gappa on deck. Two to one, still in the first. Grand Island with the lead. Game one of tonight's doubleheader. Tyler Fay comes set, trying to get out of the inning, tries to throw a big roundhouse curveball, and it just stays high. Ball one, one and one. Peyton Larson checks for the signals. Not much to do when you have two outs. He's hitting just 234 on the season. And the pitch way outside. And all of a sudden, Faye has tried to overthrow a couple of pitches. That bounces and goes back to the 
Backstop and a wild pitch, the second of the inning. Allows Dahlgren, the courtesy runner, to go down to third. And puts it 2-1 and one on Peyton Larson. Larson awaits the pitch from Faye. And there's a strike also over the outside portion, but at least that one stayed on his catcher's glove, and it's 2-2. Two and two. Tying run down at third here in the first. Dahlgren gets his lead away, not being held on. And the 2-2 pitch. Curveball. They got him looking. Good one there from Faye for strike number three. So for Carney, they do pick up one run. They did not manage to get more than the one hit from Conrad. There was one error, and there was one man left on base. After one, Grand Island five points two. Carney post 52 one on ESPN Tri-Cities. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Warren Conrad with an ERA around six, actually, uh, comes in to start this second, second inning, second trailing two to one. And the first pitch to Gage Brockmeyer is going to be just off the plate for ball one. Gage Brockmeyer, Seth Myers, then back to the top, Riley Plummer here in the second. So we got a miss by Brockmeyer, strike one, one and one. And the first two men got aboard in the first in Plummer and Bauer via the base hit. They came around to score. Stranded a couple guys, too. Pitch here is outside, ball two. Two cage Brockmeyer, the second baseman. Seth Myers, the right fielder, waits on deck. Doug Gouda with you here on KXPN Carney, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Corin Conrad brings in, and behind that one, just slightly tapping it foul past first base. And Brockmeyer now two and two the count to him. Toes the rubber, and Tyler Fay works fast, and Corin Conrad, when nobody's on base, was working pretty quick as well. Now he steps off. Two balls, two strikes to the leadoff batter here in the bottom of the second, Gage Brockmeyer. And steps off again. Not sure what's going on down there. Brockmeyer gets back into the batter's box. Now it looks like we're finally ready to make a decision. 2-2 pitch, way high. Ball three. So a full count here to Brockmeyer. 
in the first inning. One walk and one strikeout for Conrad. Worked around an error. And the pitch. 3-2 is hammered into left field. Simple base hit that drops in front of Brody Arnold. And the third hit of the ball game for Grant Island. Brock Meyer hustles down to first, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Seth Myers. Non-television host, of course. But uh, Seth comes in, batting just a little over 200. Try and raise that right here, and you might see a bunt. Let's find out. Number nine guy. Usually in this situation, that's what you'll see. And they will come in. Gappa comes in quite a few steps at third as they try to hold the base runner on at first. And the pitch squares to bunt. Stabbed at a high one. No, throw down to first. And he is safe, although that was closer than it probably should have been. Radis slapped the tag on after Nolan Smith threw it down there. So 0-1 to Seth Myers. Probably going to take another stab at it here. See if he can put the ball in play. Nope, he's going to take it. High, and he did not square it a bunt. So it's one ball, one strike to Seth Myers after the leadoff single on a 3-2 pitch from Gage Brockmeyer. Again, we have Hastings five points currently playing against Norfolk on 12:30 KJS. Runner away from first, the 1-1 pitch, grounded up the middle. Simmons, what a nice stag. He'll throw to second for one over to first. Not quite in time as Myers... Was able to beat it out. I'll tell you what, Myers hammered that one, and Simmons, deep behind second base, did everything he could to get it in his glove and record the out. So Brock Meyer retired, and Seth Myers safe on the fielder's choice. Riley Plummer, single with the score to start the ball game, and he'll stand in there to face Corin Conrad for the second time here this afternoon. 2-1 Grand Island, and we're only in the top of the second. Throw over to first. Sliding back in is Seth Myers. So things slowing down with a runner on base. Good lead. Throw back to first, but not nearly in time. Myers looks like he may have thoughts of taking off here. Big lead. And now the pitch comes home low, and the runner takes off. Throw down to second late, and he's safe. Seth Myers, once that ball bounced, he was going to go anyway. He'll advance down to second base. And Riley Plummer now ahead in the count, 1-0. And let's see if Conrad can work on him now. Corin's pitch, swung on and missed, strike one. Good pitch that was over the outside black. Just didn't catch up to it. Plummer wearing number one on his jersey. He's your shortstop tonight for Grand Island. Corn Conrad comes set and delivers the 1-1 pitch. And that's going to be pop foul out of play. Down the right field line. And we we'll want to let you know that it's a great opportunity to talk about our friends at Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Robert Kayat or Gary Rubicek. Cole Bauer waiting on deck. And the pitch just outside, two and two. Good pitch, but laid off of it. 
Myers gets his lead away from second. And Conrad checks the signal with Nolan Smith. He's ready to go. 2-2 pitch, one-on-one out here in the top of the second. 2-1 Grand Island. Conrad's pitch hit him. Runner was taken off, too. So, Riley Plummer is hit by the pitch. Puts runners at first and second. And Cole Bauer, who singled and scored in the first, will stand in there. Grand Island trying to pop some more runs here in a big inning. And Conrad now ready to deliver the first pitch to Bauer. And he swung on a miss, strike one. Boy, if Conrad can keep that over the outer edge, outer quarter, that has been his best pitch so far. And he gets to an 0-1 lead in the count here on Cole Bauer. Evans is next. Pitch hit into center field. Riley Miller coming in, coming in. Can't get there. Dropped in front of him. And the ball gets away momentarily, but not far enough for Myers to score. So a little bloop single in there for Cole Bauer. And that loads him up. Myers at third, Plummer at second, Bauer at first, and here's the first baseman, Cohen Evans. He went down swinging in the first inning, and he is Grand Island five points, leading batter at least in the starting lineup today, coming into the game hitting 414. And a huge opportunity here with the bases juiced and only one out in the second. Fastball foul tipped at the plate, strike one. So Conrad trying to bear down here. He's had... A little bad luck. The bloop single this inning, last inning, the error that kept the inning alive and eventually allowed the runs to come in and score. Now he's got to find a way to get two more outs with the bases jacked up here. He'd love to get another strikeout on Evans, who doesn't strike out much. Ground ball towards second. Picked up there by Redinger. The only play is at first to Redis. But a ground ball RBI for out number two. And it's 3-1 to one in favor of G.I. Myers scores. Plummer to third, Bauer to second. And Carson Lighting, who reached on a fielder's choice in the first inning, will stand in there. Waiting. And the pitch. High ball one. 1-0. So seven men to the plate in the first inning for Grand Island, five points. They have sent six men to the plate so far here in the second. And the 1-0 pitch from Conrad. Swung on, foul tip right into the catcher's glove. Smith hangs on for strike number one, one and one. Eli Aarons would be next. And again, this is just game one of a doubleheader tonight for Carney Post 52 and Grand Island, five points here on ESPN Radio. And the fastball. There's a butte again. That's over the outer third. And it's called strike. One and two to lighting. Two on, two out. A run across here in the third. Grand Island up three to one. But again, trying to get around that bases loaded jam with only giving up one run. And this one's low and away. Ball two. Two and two to lighting. The cleanup hitter for Grand Island five points. Playing third base defensively. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. Pitch outside, bounces away. They're going to try and score. Might have a play here at the plate, and just a little late getting in there. The throw was high and sliding in safely. 
is going to be Riley Plummer on the wild pitch. Plummer didn't get the best jump. Bauer got down to third. And now the count three and two. So had the count at one and two. And let one in. So two more here in the second so far. A 3-2 pitch. The payoff to Carson Lighting is up and away. Ball four. So the second walk issued here in the ball game by Conrad. And runners at the corners with two outs. And we're not done yet here. Eli Aarons, who grounded out or grounded into a fielder's choice, stands in there. Four to one now, Grand Island here in the top of the first. Things have really slowed down momentum-wise here for Carney. Conrad delivers the first pitch. Breaker up. Ball one. One and oh. Get a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you American Legion baseball all summer long, like the Bike Shed, Home Real Estate, and Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. The pitch, high ball two. Look down to first, but Smith hung on to it. Two and oh. Have to keep Conrad's confidence going here. Just hit a little mini bump in each inning. Pitch called strike. No, not going to pull the trigger. 3-0 and to Eli Aarons. That didn't miss by much. Again, working on the outside portion of the plate. So now Aarons with a 3-0 count. Taking all the way. And it's going to be just a little high ball four. So back-to-back walks after a wild pitch. And the bases are loaded. And we will see Braden Lee come up. He walked in the first inning, which ended up loading the bases. And again, opportunity for a big bang here. Only a couple of hits so far in the game. For Grand Island, five points. They got to one here in the inning, two last inning. And the pitch by Conrad's beauty. There he finds that outside third for strike one. Lee, the eighth man to come to the plate here in the top of the second for Grand Island. But if they want to make it a big inning, he needs a knock. And he'll chop it towards second. Taking it on the second hop is Redinger. Throws over and makes the play. And Grand Island leaves the bases loaded. So, Carney's still in the baseball game here for Grand Island. They had two runs on one hit. In that half inning, Carney didn't commit an error. There were three men left on base. We go to the bottom of the second. It's Grand Island five points four. Carney post 52, one on ESPN Tri-Cities. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, 
SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Back to historic Memorial Field here on the hill in Kearney, American Legion Baseball. Doug Duda, along with our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. 4-1 to one, Grand Island, and we're at the bottom of the second inning. So a bit of long first inning and a half as Jace Gappa will stand in there and take strike one. Gappa, Riley Miller, and Brody Arnold to the plate here in the second inning for Kearney. He managed that one run in the first on. A double from Corin Conrad. Gappa will take strike two. And it's 0-2. Good crowd on hand again to watch American Legion Baseball today as working quickly is pitcher Tyler Fay, and he's going to go outside one and two. To Jace Gappa here for Carney Post 52, the third baseman. And the pitch swung on and missed. Strike three, so Gappa will go down on strikes. And that'll be the second strikeout here for Tyler Fay. Riley Miller stands in there. He's the center fielder. We're number five. And the bottom portion of the order here for Carney, not quite as stout offensively, so trying to string something together. And Miller will gladly take the first pitch outside for ball one. Working quickly. Ball comes in low. Ball two. Two and oh. To the center fielder, Riley Miller. Faye quickly delivers the pitch outside. Ball three. So after working a quick strikeout on Kappa, he throws three balls out of the zone in about 30 seconds here against Miller. And the 3 0 pitch. Looks like it's high, and down to first goes Riley Miller on a four-pitch out walk here with one out in the bottom of the second. Left fielder Brody Arnold now strolls to the plate. Arnold comes in again right around 184. As we said, got a lot of kids, so they haven't necessarily all at the bottom of the order seen a ton of plate appearances, kind of just platooning during a summer of doubleheaders. He'll take this one for a called strike one. Blake Radis would be next. One-on-one out after the walk to Riley Miller. And the pitch. Throws a little curveball that stays in. Ball one, one one-on-one. Jake Redmond giving the signals to his catcher, Braden Lee, who calls the 1-1 pitch. Fastball chopped towards short. Coming in is Riley Plummer. Scoops to second for one. Over to first. No, just beating it out is Arnold. It was close. But I think they got that one right as well. Fielder's choice for Arnold as Miller's forced out at second. And Blake Radis, the first baseman, will check in there. 
One of the pitchers as well this year for post 52. As Faye battles back from the walk, and the pitch is high. Ball one to the number nine. Out Simmons would be next. Four to one, Grand Island here in the bottom of the second inning of post 52 and five points to throw over to first. Safe. None of the pickoff plays from either pitcher have really been all that close. Just trying to keep an eye on what's going on down there. Fastball is hit into right center field. Might have a chance, but it stays in the air. They lost it in the sun. Seth Myers couldn't find it. And here come the uh, runners around the base. Excuse me, not Seth Myers. Uh, Peyton Larson couldn't find it. They'll throw it home and sliding in safely is Brody Arnold. And just one that got lost in the sun, so you mark that down as a base hit for Blake Radis. Now batting your shortstop, number 11, Scout. So Scout Simmons in, and I did have it right the first time. Myers lost it in the sun. We'll give Radis credit for the base hit and RBI, and Arnold circling the bases to make it 4-2. to Simmons reached on an error to start the baseball game. And he'll take the first pitch. Faye looked like he was going to cruise right through this half inning. Now has to work around that hit into the sun. Fastball outside. And it's ball two, two and oh. Two Simmons. Ty Redinger would be next. Short lead away from second and a nice changeup in there for strike one. Two and one. So post 52, trying to get something going here with two outs. Scout Simmons waits the pitch. 2-1. Swung off fastball and missed at that time. 2-2. Big swing on a big fastball from Tyler Fay. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner at second. 4-2. Grand Island here in the bottom of the second. And Faye brings it home. It's way inside a good stop by Braden Lee. Those are always tough. You throw at the batter. Sometimes you can't see it. It was down at his feet, and he was able to just scoop it. And now the count is full. Radius the lead away from second. And the 3-2 pitch hit towards center field, and it's going to fall in there. They will not be able to send the runner home. They'll have to shut him down. Nice throw in by Aarons from center field. But a base hit for Scout Simmons. And runners now at first and third. Still two outs. Ty Redinger, who grounded out to the second baseman, Brockmeyer the first time, will come to the plate. Two in the first and two in the second for Grand Island. One in the first and one in the second for Carney. They're trying to answer here. Signals being given to Scout Simmons. Might want him to try to steal. Let's see. Down two with two outs here. Going nowhere. And the pitch is high. Stayed up there. Ball one. 1-0 one to Redinger. Radius at third. Simmons at se- uh, first. Tyler Fay throws over to first, but he was only about to step off the bag. American Legion Baseball. On ESPN. As the pitch fired in there, fastball right back to the screen. Foul ball, strike one. One ball, one strike. Foul balls, 
brought to you by Ryan Bruna and Steve Corum of Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Simmons gets that lead away from first again, and it's not a very big lead. And the pitch swung on and missed outside. Couldn't catch up to that one. And it is strike two. One ball, two strikes. Nolan Smith on deck. Runners at the corner here with two outs for post 52 in the bottom of the second inning. Faye trying to get the punch out way outside. The ball gets away, but it bounced back, and Radis decided not to try it. He had a big lead down there, and I don't think he saw it quite get past the catcher. So maybe a break there for Grand Island. That will even the count at 2-2 two and two to Ty Rettiger. It does allow Scout Simmons to hustle down to second base. Now Law could throw out of the windup if he wanted to. And he'll come up and in. Ball three. And it's full. Radis at third. Simmons at second. Two outs. Base knock could tie this up from Ty Redinger. Can Faye put it in the strike zone? Swung out a high one and towers it towards center. Backing up, backing up, backing up, and hauling it in is Eli Aarons. So Redinger hit the 3-2 pitch well, but just a little too high, and that's out number three. Carney manages one more run. They're able to get that on two hits. There was no errors, and there were two men left on base. After two innings of play here in this Cornhusker League contest, it's Grand Island five points for Carney Post 52-2 on ESPN Radio. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. We'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Steer right! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And we go to the top of the third inning. Tyson Nelson will stand in there and take the first pitch high for ball one. He flew out to right to end the first inning. Again, Grand Island sent seven men to the plate in the first and eight in the second. Four runs probably doesn't say that. Chopper towards third. Kappa comes in, picks it up, fires over to first on the money for out number one. So for the first time, the leadoff man is retired here for Grand Island. And that'll bring up Gage Brockmeyer. Seth Myers would be next. 7, 8, and 9 here in the top of the third for G.I. Brockmeyer singled to start the second inning. 
And the first pitch to him from Corin Conrad dips low for ball one. One and oh. Conrad in there again. Waving a bat. Pitch to him. Checks it swinging. They're going to appeal down to first and say he didn't go. So it'll be ball two on the offering to Gage Brockmeyer. Seth Myers would be next. And the changeup is going to be hit into center field. High, high pop-up. Riley Miller comes over towards left center and hauls it in. So two up, two down here for Grand Island in the top of the third inning, and that'll bring up Seth Myers. Brings up the right fielder, number seven. Grounded into a fielder's choice, but came around to score in the second. And he hit the ball hard. Simmons made a heck of a play at shortstop behind the second base bag. Probably one of those, had there not been a base runner on, it would have been a hit since they were shading towards second. And the first pitch to him here, he sticks the bat out and drops it in front of second base, takes a funny hop off the turf, and he beat it out. Man, that's just good luck for Grand Island and bad luck for Carney because Ty Renniger came in, barehanded it, and across his body, threw it to his first baseman, Radis, and he just beat it out. So Myers will get an infield single, and a Riley Plummer makes his third plate appearance in three innings. Singleton scored in the first, was hit by a pitch, and scored in the second. Four to two, Grand Island. And the throw over to first. Back in time. Corin Conrad on the mound here, getting the start. Next to last night for post 52. They go to Hastings Thursday. Up and in for ball one. And again, we will have that doubleheader, Post 52 and Hastings, coming up on Thursday night here on ESPN Radio. And Carney, after a 4-0 weekend, trying to get one here, throw over to first. There was a little closer, but Myers slides in. By the time the pickoff throw was down around the bag, Radis was able to get the tag on him a little bit quicker. Leadoff hitter Riley Plummer awaiting the 1-0 pitch and another throw over to first. This is where you got to be careful that you don't lose focus on the batter. You're already down 1-0 in the count. You got two outs. Get him. It doesn't matter what's over at first. Not going anywhere. And this one's crowded right back off the pitcher's mound. Simmons makes another nice play, but again, he's not going to have time. Another infield hit. He threw to first. The ball got away from Radis, and that's going to allow the runners to advance. And so... Another infield single for Riley Plummer. He's two for two now. And then the runner's able to advance. So now Cole Bauer comes in. First two men went down without a fight. Myers chops one and just beat it out on a bang-bang. And now, since he did that, we've got runners at second and third with two outs. And Bauer is two for two in the ballgame. So Cole stands in there. Hitting 357 coming into the game tonight. And the fastball is just a tick high ball one, 1 0. Grand Island left two on in the first. They left the bases loaded on in the second. Now they're trying to get something on board here in the third with a two out rally against post 52. The designated hitter, Bauer, 
Doesn't take an offering at the 1-0 pitch, which is high ball two. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. You're listening to KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. American Legion Baseball, post-52, hosting Granolin five points. And here's one over the inner half for strike one on the 2-1 pitch. 4-2, Grand Island, and they're looking to add more here with two outs in the top of the third inning. And the pitch is going to be hammered towards right. Now it's starting to get down the foul line. It didn't go as far out there as I thought coming over Radis, and he runs into the fence, tried to stick his glove over, but just bounces away. Foul ball. That'll even the count at two and two. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There is no place like home. See Mark Shipperwright or Teresa DeLate. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Conrad trying to set him down without giving up anything here, and it's going to be punched towards first, and it's going to go into right field. Base hit, one run in. They're going to try and send the second man. They're going to have a play at the plate. He's gone. Great job by the right fielder, Peyton Larson, to gun down Riley Plummer trying to score from second. So Cole Bauer able to drive in a run, but he will be left over there at first base. And in the inning for Grand Island, they get one run. They managed to do that on three straight base hits. There was one error, and there were two men, excuse me, one man left on base. After two and a half, it's 5-2, Grand Island leading against Post 52 here on ESPN. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And welcome back to Memorial Field as Carney will send the heart of their lineup up here in the bottom of the third. Nolan Smith, Corin Conrad, and Peyton Larson, who just made the nice play from right field, gunning out Plummer at the plate. So Nolan Smith, he scored the run in the first inning, had a fielder's choice, came around on a couple of wild pitches, and then Conrad doubled him in. And the first pitch from Tyler Fay is going to be low and away, ball one. He was also the starting pitcher. Both the starters have gone the short distance so far here in the third inning. And Smith outside to him, ball two. In the first two innings, one walk, two strikeouts for Tyler Fay. He's given up three hits. Nolan Smith trying to make it a fourth one here. And the pitch, oh, good breaking ball in there for strike number one, two and one. So a 2-0 pitch went away from the fastball. 
And the 2-1 pitch outside, ball three. Three balls, one strike on Nolan Smith, the leadoff batter here in the third. Conrad waiting on deck. And the 3-1 outside, ball four, leadoff walk here for Carney. So Nolan Smith trots down to first, and here comes Corn Conrad. Conrad with the RBI double in the first inning. We're going to get a courtesy runner here. That's Bo Knapp. So he'll head down to first base. Conrad batting 311. Coming into the ball game. Throw over to first. That one was a little close. As Cohen Evans slaps the tag down, but he's safe. Conrad waiting, and they'll throw over to first again. American Legion Baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, Lanny Carlson Motors, and Family Physical Therapy. And now the first pitch is a fastball down and in to Corn Conrad, ball one. 5-2 Grand Island. We are here in the top of the th- or bottom of the third. Grand Island has scored in every inning. Carney had one in the first, one in the second. And the pitch is high. Ball two, so all of a sudden now, Tyler Fay is having some trouble finding the strike zone. Throws back over to first, and sliding in there safely is Nolan Smith. Don't normally think of your catcher as a speedster, but he is getting a nice lead over there. And the pitch, swung on and behind it, drilled it down the right field line, but it's tailing in, out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. See Robert Fitzgerald or Amy Johnson. Two balls, one strike. With Peyton Larson on deck. And the ball is grounded towards third. It stays fair. Picked up there by Carson Lighting. Throws across the diamond and is able to get Conrad out. Nice play there to retire the first batter of the bottom of the third. Smith advances to second, and Peyton Larson now will come up. Called out on strikes his first time. Larson. RBI opportunity here now for Larson. Tyler Fay got the ground ball that he wanted. This one's going to sweep out and away. The ball just gets away. Try to get down to third, and they'll throw down. He stays on the bag. Safe. Nolan Smith, that didn't get a long way away from the catcher, Braden Lee. He just didn't find it right away. It was sitting right on top of home plate. And Smith hustles down there. So it's 1-0 to Larson with a runner at third and one out. Here's one hit towards the right field line, but again, it's going to tail into the bullpen for strike number one. Faye looks to have a pretty good fastball here for Grand Island five points. Coming in again with a record of 24-7. and seven. According to the schedule, this is it for them tonight. The 1-1 pitch is chopped at the plate, took something off of it. And he's now ahead 1-2, and two. Jay Scappa waiting on deck. Lead away from third, not holding him on. And the pitch again fouled away. A little bit behind the fastball. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See you, Rhonda Johnson or Alex Beckman today. Still one ball, two strikes. 5-2 GI with one out. And the changeup is going to be hit into left field. Base hit. Just kind of went with the pitch. It just hung out there. Larson didn't kill it, but he just guided it out to left. And 
Larson has his first hit of the ball game in an RBI, driving in Nolan Smith. So Jace Gappa now comes to the plate. Went down swinging in his first plate appearance. 5-3, Grand Island with the lead here over post 52. And Gappa squares to bunt, pops up the bunt, but it's going to be well back to the screen. And out of play, strike one. Riley Miller is on deck. When picking up a little bit now out of the south-southeast. Oh, one pitch to Gappa. Started to bunt. Now he's got the runner trapped. They throw to first. Now down to second. I think he beat it. And they are calling him safe. Yeah. Gappa pulled the bat back. It is a ball. One and one. And the stolen base for Peyton Larson. He'll get down to second. So they had him picked off. Good play there by the catcher, Braden Lee. They just threw to first, and Larson slid under the tag down at second. 1-1. High ball two. Two and one to Jay Scappa. Riley Miller next. Again, we've seen both teams leave runners on base. Carney left one in the first, two in the second. Trying to drive in another run here. Gappa sees it outside. Ball three. So up there to bunt. Now he doesn't need to, and he may draw a free pass. Matt Connett coming down to talk to Riley Miller before he goes to bat. And the 3-1 pitch to Gappa stays high. Ball four. So Gappa draws the one-out walk. Runners at first and second with one out here in the third, and Riley Miller will come to the plate. But first, Coach Jake Redmond is going to trot to the mound to talk to his pitcher, Tyler Fay. brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And he wasn't there very long. <laughs> that was like long enough to say, don't worry about it, just throw strikes. As we move to the bottom third of the order, and the center fielder, Riley Miller, he walked in the second. Larson at second, Kappa at first. Carney been playing from behind the entire ball game. After Grand Island scored two in the first. And the pitch to him. Swung on and hit towards center field. Getting a late jump and just letting it drop. Is going to be Eli Aarons. That was a tweener. It was hit right at him. I think if he gets the quick jump, he probably would have got to it. But it drops in front of him to load the bases here. For Carney post 52. With the Miller single. Larson at third. Gappa at second. Miller at first and Brody Arnold. Rounded into a fielder's choice in the second inning and came in to score. Stands in there. And now Taylor Fay will go to the full windup and a sweeping pitch in there for ball, or strike one, excuse me. Good pitch, good curveball from Arnold. In at the corners, same curveball, and it's strike two. Started to swing as it broke late. I think it caught the plate anyway, so two good breaking balls from Riley Miller, and he's ahead in the count 0-2 with the bases loaded. He'd love a K, but this one bounces away from the catcher, and here comes Peyton Larson. Said it before, we'll say it again. Get ahead in the count and think you have to throw the miracle pitch, and it cost you a run right there. He had two great pitches and then bounced it off the plate, and the wild pitch. Allows everybody to move up. Larson's in, and it's 5-4. to four. And the pitch swung on, hit down the left field line, but pulled foul. Arnold got ahead of it. 
That would have been a nice one. Would have given Carney the lead, most likely. It just looked as if Grand Island had been in control for the first three innings, and a base hit now could give Carney the lead. The pitch swung on and popped into center field. That should be doable here for Eli Aarons, but deep enough to score the run, and we are all tied up. It's 5-5 on the sacrifice fly by Brody Arnold. And Carney able to get three runs across here as Gappa tags up and scores. That'll bring up Blake Radis. He dropped Blake one in for a Radis. single and drove in a run last inning. 5-5, five, five, and we're only in the third. Bay comes set with a runner at second and two out, and the pitch. A little high, ball one. Miller getting a huge jump down there on the pitch. He was halfway to third. Decided to go back. This time he'll check on the runner and bring the pitch home. Swung on and popped up in the infield, and it's going to come back and out of play. Just a couple of rows. I thought maybe the catcher, Braden Lee, would have a chance at that, but he didn't even locate it, and it did get out of play. Four strike one. One ball, one strike to Radis. Two outs, but Carney has plated three here in the third. Runner going and then stopped again. The ball was out and away, and that'll be ball number two. Two and one. So on one hand, yeah, you definitely don't want to make the third out trying to steal third, but boy, he has had such a huge jump. Two-one pitch. Low it away, and it gets away from the catcher, and now Miller is able to head down there. So a lot of the pitches that are getting away are the ones that are low and away here from Lee. So it's now three balls and one strikes to the number nine hitter in Radis. Coach Redmond needs his young man to throw strikes. Blake has struggled at the plate this season, but did get that hit in the first at bat. Now he's ahead in the count 3-1 and watches ball four. So Radis trots down to first, Miller's at third, and Scout Simmons will come to the plate. And that's going to be it. We're going to get a pitching change here. Simmons has reached on an error and singled. And that'll be it for two and two-thirds worth of innings of Tyler Fay. We will have a pitching change, and we'll tell you all about it when we return. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Com. 
And welcome back to American Legion Baseball. Our pitching change brought to you by our friends at Great Western Bank, making life great. Coming into the ball game for Grand Island five points will be number two, Eli Ford. In two and two-thirds innings, Tyler Fay at this moment has given up five runs. He got a little wild this inning. Five hits, walked four, and struck out two in the ball game. Three of those walks coming here in this inning. So Scout Simmons back to the top of the lineup here with two outs in the bottom of the third, and Carney has already punched across three runs. Runners are at the corner, and pitch number one is going to be a little low. Ball one. 1-0 one to Simmons. 5-5. Five, five. Bottom of the third, Grand Island five points and post-52 juniors here in Kearney. So Ford takes a look over at first, delivers way outside. It's to the backstop again, and here comes Riley Miller. He'll score on the wild pitch, then trying to throw it to home. It gets away, and going all the way over to third is going to be Radis. So a wild pitch and an error. And Carney has four across, and they have taken their first lead of the ball game, six to five. And it's two and zero oh to Scout Simmons. Ty Renniger would be next. Carney trying to bat around here in the bottom of the third. Ford brings it home again, low and away. Well, the control had been pretty good early. It's three and zero oh now on Scout Simmons. And Ford coming in, hasn't found the strike zone yet on his first batter. The leadoff man, shortstop Simmons. And the 3-0 pitch, going to have to take it. It was a good one, strike one. Three balls, one strike. And the 3-1 pitch, coming up. And it's going to be outside, ball four. Ball four to Simmons, the fourth walk of the inning here to Carney Batters. And Ty Rettiger now comes to the plate. Rettiger grounded out to second and flew out to center. And he'll stand in there again with an opportunity with runners at the corners. But walks and wild pitches have really hurt Grand Island here in the bottom of the third. And again, low and away, ball one. Jake Redman, I think, is already looking at the bullpen there, saying, let's get somebody up, maybe playing some catch. Those walks just eat you up. Checking the runner at first, Scout Simmons, and now Ford brings it home. Swung on and missed, strike, and going down to second uncontested will be Simmons. But he gets ahead of the count here, one and one. Not actually ahead of the count. Evens the count, one and one. Radius away from third. Simmons a pretty big lead at second. And the pitch swung on and grounded towards short. Riley Plummer has it. Throws over to first and records the third out. But Carney does bat around here in inning number three. They score four runs. They are able to do that with two base hits. There was one error. And there were two men left on. We go to the top of the fourth. It's Carney Post 52 at six. 
And Grant Allen, five points, five. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Right. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda, back at the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth at Historic Memorial Field, bringing you post-52 and Grand Island Five Points American Legion play-by-play, while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Carney puts up a four spot at the bottom of the third and now leads this one by a score of 6-5. to five. And coming up, Cohen Evans. The lefty has not had as much success in this game as he had throughout the season. Struck out in the first, grounded out, but drove in a run in the second. And the lefty comes in against Corin Conrad, now working with the lead for the first time. And the first pitch got out of his hand, sailed high, ball one. So Evans, Lighting, and Aarons to start off the fourth inning for Grand Island. And the fastball inside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Evans, see if he turns on one here. Well, they throw an off speed and it's outside, so he didn't get the fastball that he had hoped for. Instead, it's 3-0. So they get right where they want to be, and now you may issue a free pass once you get the lead. And Conrad will get the outside corner for strike one. Three and one. Actually, the middle of the lineup here for Grand Island doesn't have a base hit. The three, four, and five hitters. Walks, fielder's choices, and the pitch swung on, crowded towards first. Into the glove there of Blake Radis, who will take it himself for out number one. And that'll bring up Carson Lighting. Lighting, fielder's choice in the first, walked in the second. As we play here with one out in the top of the fourth inning on ESPN Tri-Cities. Corin Conrad trying to get us our first half inning with no runs and a swing and a miss, strike one. Two lighting. Five points kind of have had the wind out of their sails since they ended the third inning with the man being thrown out at the plate by Peyton Larson. Here's a pitch that swings outside for ball number one. One and one to Lighting with Eli Aarons on deck here for Grand Island. Game one of the doubleheader, six to five now, post 52. Leads at top of the fourth. Nobody on one out. 
And outside, ball two, two and one to Carson Lighting. Defense playing straight up, back at the corners. Pretty much straight away in the outfield, and Conrad slips, and the ball bounces to the plate. Three balls, one strike. To the third baseman, Carson Lighting. Get a decent crowd here. Breaking ball up. And there's the walk. Ball four. So he fell behind the count to Evans before getting the ground out. Falls behind here and gives up the walk. Eli Aarons reached out a fielder's choice and drove in a run in the first and walked in the second. He comes to the plate here with one on and one out in the fourth. As Grant Allen tries to answer right back and get this thing tied up. Two in the first, two in the second, one in the third. And out of the stretch, Corin Conrad brings it home. Throw back down to first. Oh, they didn't locate him, and he is safe. Radius wanted to make sure he caught the ball. And then when he turned around, lighting slid back in there. But Nolan Smith made a couple of pop throws down to first very well read. The ball was outside, so it's 1-0 to Aarons. And now it's high, ball two. So Conrad struggling with his control here in the fourth inning. He has three walks already in the baseball game against just one strikeout. And the 2-0 pitch. There's one down the middle that's popped up and out of play for strike one. Two and one. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Mark Shipperite or Rhonda Johnson today. Among our many fine sponsors of American Legion Baseball last week, no matter where you're at, is this week. And the 2-1 pitch fouled back to the screen, 2-2. Two two. Braden Lee, the catcher, is on deck. Lee has come to the plate both times with two outs, and Carney would like to make that happen again here. Two balls, two strikes with one out. And the pitch, high, ball three. So Aaron's full count, lighting over at first. Let's see if Coach Redmond sends him. It doesn't look like there's much of a signal there. Some of this is just charting numbers instead of giving hand signals. The 3-2, swung on and hit towards left field, hard coming in and making the catch is going to be Brody Arnold. So he sees his first put out of the baseball game. And there's two outs here in the fourth. Braden Lee will come to the plate. He walked in the first and crowded out to end the second inning. 6-5, Carney. There have been runs in every half inning of this baseball game. 1-1-4 for Carney, 2-2-1 for Grand Island. And the leadoff pitch is hit towards right field into that sun, backing up Peyton Larson towards the line, and he'll make the catch. So the first half inning with no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Carney post 52-6. 
And Granovan, five points, five on ESPN Tri-Cities. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. Hey, Central Nebraska, this is Doug Duda. And as the boys said, landscaping can be hard work. And with life, school, work, and sports, who has the time? That's why I call the professionals at Johnson Landscape. From landscaping, sprinkler systems to design and install, Johnson Landscape does it all. And with their nursery full of fresh plants and trees, it's the only place I need to go. Ooh, this landscape looks awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out at johnsonlandscape.net. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308 234 35 Welcome back to Memorial Field here in Kearney. Doug Duda with you in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning in game one of tonight's doubleheader. Six to five, post 52, leading Grand Island. And just kind of watching the warm-ups here. Ball's bouncing all over the place. Grand Island's going to have to get a little focus back here after seeing their 5-2 lead disintegrate last inning. Back on the mound, Eli Ford. Come on in relief of Tyler Fay after two and two-thirds innings. Fay just started to lose the control last half inning and walked three batters. and That was a big reason that Carney was able to come around and plate those four runs because they managed just the two hits. So we go to the same spot we were last inning as Carney batted around. It'll be Nolan Smith, Corin Conrad, and Peyton Larson. For Smith, he reached on a fielder's choice and scored in the first. He walked and scored in the third. And the catcher didn't put on his wristband, so Braden Lee had to run over to the dugout real quick and get his wristband so he knows what pitches to call for Eli Ford. Now he's set and we're ready to go. So the catcher, Nolan Smith, awaits the first pitch from Eli Ford, and he'll swing on it and hit it high in the air towards third. Third and short calling, run into each other, and the ball is caught by the shortstop, Riley Plummer. Lighting had it, and then it just kind of drifted a little bit towards short. And one up, one down here in the bottom of the fourth. Corn Conrad doubled in a run in the first and grounded out to third in the third. Has had four innings on the mound, hoping to stay in there and continue on. First pitch to him is a breaking ball strike. 0-1. Larson would be next. So the majority of hits in the middle of the lineup here so far from Carney. And the pitch, low, ball one. One ball, one strike to Corin Conrad. 6-5, Carney on top after trailing 5-2. Again, earlier this year, Grand Island swept Carney 6-5 and 12-4. Fastball fouled back to the screen. Strike two, one and two to Conrad. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Lori Sierra or Robert Kayat today. 
Peyton Larson waiting on deck. Ahead of the count, one ball and two strikes. Conrad looks at one, bounce in there, ball two. Two and two. Just got through with our first half inning of no score. And Grand Island trying to return the favor here to Carney. The 2-2 pitch to Conrad. Swung on and grounded towards third. Down to make the play as Carson Lighting throws it across. Good stretch, and they get him. Cohen Evans making sure. And that is the second straight ground out to third for Conrad. Two up, two down, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Peyton Larson. Called out on strikes in the first. Singled in a run and scored in the third. We haven't had a 1-2-3 inning yet, but Eli Ford trying to mow down the heart of the Carney order. 3-4-5, Larson trying to avoid that from happening. Takes the first pitch well outside. Four ball one. 1-0. One Ford came in and gave up a walk to the first battery face, but since then, looks pretty good. And the pitch fouled off the mask of catcher Braden Lee. He's fine. And it is one and one. Chase Kappa on deck here for Carney Post 52. Who will go to Hastings to take on Johnson Imperial in the season finale on Thursday. Again, it was supposed to be Carney Runza over at Ryder Park against Home Federal tonight, but had to call off their final two nights because of the corona. And the pitch check swing. No. They appeal down to first. So ball two to Larson. Two and one the count. Ford works quickly, and he's going to be high. Ball three. Three balls, one strike to Peyton Larson. Trying to get something going here with two outs against Eli Ford. Bags are empty. And Ford now, the 3-1 pitch. Going to be fouled out of play. Strike two. Three and two. Again, Carney getting those four victories over the weekend and had to feel that maybe they got a chance here to end the season on a heck of a note. And the pitch, 3-2, is going to be hit into right center field. That's going to be down for a base hit. Coming over to cut it off is Seth Myers and a two-out single for Peyton Larson, his second hit of the ball game. And that'll bring up Jay Scappa, the third baseman, struck out of the second, walked and scored in the third. Don't forget when we're done, the new West postgame show. And then game number two. As we wait on the pitch, swung on right back off the pitcher's glove. It ricochets over to the second baseman, Gage Brockmeyer. And he shovels it over to his shortstop, Riley Plummer, to end the inning. So Larson is forced out at second, and that means no runs on one hit. No errors. One man left on. We go to the top of the fifth. It's still 6-5, to five, Carney Post 52, leading Grand Island five points on ESPN. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted Best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. 
and a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Doug Duda back with you here at Memorial Field as we get ready for the top of the fifth inning. Tyson Nelson, Gage Brockmeyer, and Seth Myers. The 7, 8, and 9 batters here to start things off in the top of the fifth, down by a score of 6 to 5, and taking the first pitch for a strike will be Nelson. He's flown out to right. He's grounded to second against Corin Conrad on the mound for his fifth inning of work here for post 52. This one behind him. So it's one and one. Just one that got away and a little smile, and now Nelson gets back into the batter's box here. Conrad delivers it, and this is going to be hit into left center field. That's going to find a little bit of the gap, and it's going to get past the center fielder. Riley Miller, and that will be extra bases to lead off the top of the fifth. So Tyson Nelson doubles to left center to bring up Gage Brockmeyer. He singled to the second and flew out to center in the third. So the tying run at second, and now it looks like Matt Conant may be coming to the mound, and we are going to get a pitching change, as I believe more on pitch count than anything else. Our call to the bullpen brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And uh, coming out for Carney Post 52, it looks like going to the mound will be Dawson Stutz. So that's what he'll do. And we may have some other changes here. We'll tell you about them after this. Play ball! Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney Legion baseball team. I'd like to wish all the athletes good luck. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking. Offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Well, I believe in the scorebook, Dawson Stutz will come into Brody Arnold's spot in the lineup, and it looked like uh, Conrad went out to left field. So he's in left. Stutz comes into pitch. Arnold will come out of the baseball game. Our call to the bullpen brought to you by Great Western Bank. So leadoff double here for Grand Island at the top of the fifth. It's 6-5, Carney, And that brings up Gage Brockmeyer. First pitch is high, ball one. Tyson Nelson with the leadoff double here in the inning. As we said before the break, Brockmeyer, one for two. 
Blake Radis will come in and play the grass at first base. Gappa comes in even with the bag at third. Anticipating that it could be a bunt situation, try to get the tying run down to third base. Brockmeyer, though, doesn't square and takes strike one. One and one to Gage Brockmeyer. Here on KXPN, Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. 1 1 from Dawson Stutz. Caught the outside corner for strike two. 1 and 2 with Seth Myers, who scored twice in the game on deck. Five points failed to score for the first time in the fourth. Carney trying to make sure that doesn't happen again here in the fifth. Keep him off the board. And the pitch sails out. Ball two. Two and two from Stutz. Short lead away from second. Stutz comes set, gives a courtesy look back, brings it home. Fastball, strike three, called. A big strikeout and tag out just in case of the drop ball. But uh, Brock Meyer goes down. Four out, number one. And that'll bring up Seth Myers. Myers reached out a fielder's choice and scored in the second. He singled and scored in the third. Myers... That single was just a, kind of a number that went over the mound, hit the turf, took a funny hop, and even though Redinger barehanded it, he beat it out. That allowed him to get the run there in inning number three. As the first pitch to him is low and away, ball one. One and oh, Riley Plummer on deck, 6-5 Carney, just in the top of the fifth. Been a long ball game so far. We're about an hour 40 in. And the pitch from Stutz, taken in there for strike one. Good fastball over the outer half. Myers was taking it, appeared, the whole way. Going to make him throw a strike. And he did, one and one. Myers set again. And another fastball, nub between first and second. Redinger slides, picks it up, throws to first. And did he scoop it in time? No. Infield single. Again, trying to hold the runner on second. And how many infield hits does Grand Island have? Well, Seth Myers has two of them. And runners are at first and third, and Riley Plummer stands in there. He is two for two, singled and scored in the first, hit by a pitch and scored in the second, and then singled in the third but was thrown out at the plate on a great play by Peyton Larson. Put it right on the money, easily got him at the plate. The Plummer can put it in play. Runners at the corners for Grand Island with one out here in the top of the fifth. They trail 6-5. to five. Dawson Stutz ready to face his third batter here in the leaf of the inning. Throws over to first. Back in time. A little room off that right field line for anybody that wants to try it. Stutz takes a little longer now with the runners at the corners. Throws back over to first. Waiting just like you to see if Riley Plummer will get something to swing out on the first pitch. And Stutz finally delivers it, and it's high. Ball one. One ball, no strikes to Stutz. One on, or two on, one out here in the top of the fifth. Six, five. 
Carney with a four spot in the third to turn it around. And the 1-0 pitch to Plurao throw to first again. Talked about this earlier, and it kind of came back and hurt Tyler Fay. But the lead is not all that big over there for Seth Myers. Plus, you got a runner on third. Myers definitely has some speed. Again, Stutz checking, checking, now delivers it home, and they do steal. The throw down to second is on the shortstop side. They slap it on him. He's out. No, they say he's safe. Shortstop Scout Simmons showed the ball. They're going to call him safe. Pitch, I believe, was a strike to Riley Plummer, so it's one and one with Cole Bauer on deck. Looked like Carney, even though it wasn't pretty because it went to the shortstop side, made a nice play. But now the go-ahead run in scoring position, and Stutz right there, that fastball in the outer quarter of the plate has been looked at three or four times already. And it's one and two. The leadoff batter, Riley Plummer, up for the fourth time in five innings. Trying to give his team the lead back, and he'll single it into left field on a one-two pitch. They will hold the runner at third. Then he got by the left fielder. Conrad had just went out there, and he just tried to scoop it, thinking that there might be a play at the plate, and it got away from him. So an RBI single for Riley Plummer. He's three for three in the baseball game. And he drives in Tyson Nelson. Then Seth Myers able to score on the air and left. And Grand Island has regained the lead seven to six. And we start to get into the meat of the order now for five points. Designated hitter Cole Bauer will step in there. Cole is three for three himself. Had an RBI last time up. Three base hits. And I believe he had an infield single last time up. Or excuse me, no, Bauer's the one that uh, hit it into right, drove in a run, and then Larson threw out Plummer. First pitch here, ball one. Runner at second, still only one out. Strike one called, one and one. The semi-cold part of the lineup has been what's coming up next for Grand Island. They've been getting some walks and fielder's choices, but no hits there from the middle three, four, five. Bounces down, picked up, and they'll throw to third as the runner's headed down, but the throw is off the mark. Gappa does a good job to make sure it doesn't go to the outfield. And sliding into third safely is Riley Plummer on a wild pitch. It's two and one on Cole Bauer with Cohen Evans, the leading hitter on the team. Coming up next, and he's due because he's 0 for 3 so far tonight. Two balls, one strike. Already two across with one out here. And the fastball bounces away. Another wild pitch. And coming in to score will be Riley Plummer. And it's 8 to 6. And the count's 3 and 1. So some of the problems that had hurt Carney earlier in the year starting to hurt him again here in this ball game. They've won six of their last eight games. That late reschedule with Ogallala last Saturday didn't go very well, but they swept Columbus. And then, as we said, Tom Dinsdale and Lexington in doubleheaders this weekend. Three balls, one strike to Cole Bauer. Now the bases are empty. And the pitch, low and away, ball four. 
So the first walk of the inning here for five points, and Cohen Evans strides to the plate. As we said, he is the leading hitter, but Ofer in the ball game. He struck out of the first. He grounded out to second, drove in a run in the second, and then grounded out to first. And the lefty's in there again as they hold the runner bower on and the pitch swung on and sky to the air. Can that stay on the field of play? Giving chase by the Carney dugout. Pitcher calls for it, and he's got it. So Dawson Stutz does the right thing. If the catcher doesn't have to catch it, get him out of there. And Dawson Stutz is able to uh, pick up the foul out. So there's out number two, and Carson Lighting will step in. He's walked twice and reached on a fielder's choice in his first plate appearance. So Dawson Stutz gets the out now, needs one more, and back to the plate here for Carney in the box. 8-6 now, Grand Island five points. And the first pitch by Stutz just misses. Outside, ball one. Five points has had some innings. They sent seven men to the plate in the first, eight in the second. This is the seventh man to the plate here in the fifth. And the pitch. Fouled off the catcher's mask. Strike one. One and one. Eli Aarons on deck here for Grand Island five points, coming in with a record of 24 and seven. Home Federal didn't have the same success. Kind of the flip here. Runza has had that 21 and 7 record and just a game above 500 for post 52. As Stutz will take a fastball for called strike two. Excuse me. Uh, Lighting will take it from Stutz for called strike two. One and two to the cleanup hitter, Carson Lighting. Bauer away from first after drawing the walk. And the pitch from Stutz. Low and away. Ball two. Two and two. Again, on a pretty good night for baseball. Temperature in the mid-80s. A little breeze from 7 to 10 miles an hour. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Carson lighting, and it's going to be grounded towards short. Picked up there by Scout Simmons. He'll fire on the money, and that is out number three. But Grand Island five points has regained the lead. They do that on three runs. They are able to pick up three hits. Carney did have an error, and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Granolin five points, eight. Carney post 52, six. It's time to head to the shed and get fit. The Bike Shed. Our experienced staff is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. Check out the full line of bikes, treadmills, and all fitness equipment, including pickleball. We service and repair all bikes. Whether you're a casual or a professional cyclist, we'll assist you with knowledge, support, labor, and even custom bike setups. Call 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Head to the shed for your bike and fitness equipment. Proudly supporting Legion Base. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Doug Duda back with you here at Historic Memorial Field in Kearney. The final Legion games of the year. 
here at Memorial Field. Carney Jersey's playing tonight at Central City. That gets started in about 15 minutes in the Mid-Nebraska League second round contest. Grand Island with the lead. Carney to the plate here in the bottom of the fifth. It'll be 7-8-9. Riley Miller, then I believe it'll be Dawson Stutz and Blake Radis. And they're facing Eli Ford, who came in with one out, or two outs, excuse me, in the third. So Carney playing catch up again. And Miller, the center fielder. He walked in the second. He singled and scored in the third. His third plate appearance of the night. The first pitch from Ford breaks one in there for strike one, 0-1-1. And it was 5-2 to two going to the bottom of the third. Grand Island, Carney scored four. Both teams shut out in the fourth inning. And then, of course, the three spot here in the top of the fifth for Grand Island. As the pitch is chopped foul at the plate, Strike two, 0-2 to Miller. Carney has had the leadoff batter on base two times in the first four innings. Here's a fastball low, ball one. So actually brought the heat on the 0-2 pitch. One ball, two strikes to Miller with Stutz on deck. Breaking ball, stayed with it, fouled it away. Stays alive, one and two. As the American Legion baseball season winding down, keeping our fingers crossed that we'll get to see a lot of these athletes this fall doing whatever it is they want, football. In some cases, you've got a chance to play some tennis. Of course, we've got the gals in volleyball, cross country. As the pitch is outside, ball two, two and two to Miller. Ford delivers outside again, ball three, trying to paint the corner and a little too far out. Three balls, two strikes to the leadoff batter here in the bottom of the fifth for Carney. Riley Miller trailing by a score of eight to six. And the payoff pitch swung on and popped up. Will that stay on the infield? Catcher coming over, has got a chance, slides, but runs out of real estate. Stepped on the batter on deck circle, which, of course, Nowadays, aren't just a piece of chalk over there. And I think that his cleats hit that, and Braden Lee went down, and it hit him on the heel of the glove, unable to hang on. So a reprieve here for Riley Miller. We'll do the 3-2 pitch again. Ford set. And again, the 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate Carney. There's no place like home. See Robert Fitzgerald or Teresa DeLate. Kids hoping that those will crawl over the net and go pick that extra 50 cents up. So for the third time, the 3-2 pitch to Riley Miller. Fouled away again. Jumped out ahead of that one and hit it into the Carney dugout. Dawson Stutz, who is waiting on deck, just fielded himself. So a 10-pitch at bat. Number 10 right here, the fourth 3-2 pitch. And that one is inside. Didn't miss by much, but... It is ball four and a leadoff walk here for Riley Miller. That'll bring up the pitcher, Dawson Stutz. He'll come to the plate for the first time here this evening. 
Stutz hitting 345 on the season in his 20 games. 20 for 58. He's got five doubles, and he has two home runs for this junior team. So here comes some power as he's on in relief. Now can really get it going at the plate, and he will take a mighty swing and tower it to left center. That is a highest ball we've seen hit today. He tried to crush it, and instead he'll fly out to Eli Aarons for out number one. Blake Redis singled and walked. Good night for a young man that uh, is struggling at the plate so far this season. But he's been on twice tonight. Drove in a run with that single in the second. He is the tying run at the plate here in the bottom of the fifth. Ford comes to the belt, bunting it. A nice bunt. It'll be fielded here by the third baseman. Lighting throws over to first in time. And that will get the runner. Stutz down to second. But there are two outs now on the sacrifice bunt. And that'll bring up Scout Simmons. Simmons reached on an error in the first, singled in the second, walked in the third. He's made a couple of really nice defensive plays at shortstop tonight as well for post-52. Ford out of the stretch with two outs. Brings in an off-speed pitch that is low, ball one. One ball, no strikes. The way it started here tonight, it looked like Grand Island might run away and hide with this first game, but they left some men on base early on, and it could cost them as Simmons rips one into center field. It's down for a base hit. They're going to send the runner, Miller, around third. Cutoff throw home. He is safe. Bang, bang. And so Simmons with an RBI single cuts the lead to one. And Miller, who's got a little speed, that was well relayed in. And it was bang, bang. One of those that would be fun to see the replay of because it wasn't the slickest slide. Miller was trying to get behind and then stick that arm out there and catch the plate. And it looked like he kind of, with the turf that you slide on here instead of dirt, looked like he kind of jammed himself. But nonetheless... He's in there, and at the plate, Ty Redinger. He is 0 for 3 in the ball game. Two grounds out, ground outs and a fly out to center. Tying run at first, and thought about it. The breaking ball breaks, and it's strike one. Didn't offer at it that time. And Redinger down to the count, 0-1, 8-7 Grand Island here in the bottom of the fifth. Ford checks the runner again. Simmons doesn't take a very big lead. And the pitch is another breaking ball that is kept in front of the catcher, Braden Lee, for ball one. Nolan Smith on deck. Carney trying to manufacture something here with two outs. And the 1-1 pitch. Fastball waved on and missed outside for strike two. One and two. One across, one on, two outs now here in the bottom of the fifth. 8-7 Grand Island. Smith hoping he gets a crack here. Redinger down on the count, 1-2 as Eli Ford comes set for GI, and it's waved on and missed for strike number three, and that will retire the side. So Carney manages one run in the inning. They had one hit. There were no errors, and there was one man left on base. We go to the top of the sixth. 
It is 8-7. Grand Island five points leading Carney Post 52 on ESPN Tri-Cities. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpet. SeaTech Restoration Incarnate proudly supports all area athletes. Checking the leaderboard at the Nebraska Amateur going on at Happy Hollow in Omaha. Andy Sajovic, who folks know, of course, with his dad, John. Uh, Andy spent a little bit of time in uh, Kearney. He is one under on his round today, two under for the tournament with a hole to play. He has a one-shot lead over Calvin Freeman. Alex Kubik of Aurora, one under today. He is in third with a even par total. Caleb Madura, even on the day, playing his last hole. He is at one over. And we'll look more at that. Uh, first round leader uh, shot six over today in Grant Jabenis, so he is one over as well. We go to the top of the sixth inning, and it will be Eli Aarons, Braden Lee, and Tyson Nelson. And quickly down to the count, 0-2. As he fouls that one over the dugout. One ball, excuse me, no balls, two strikes, two Aarons. Reached on a fielder's choice, drove in a run, walked, and flew out to left. Here he swings at a high fastball, strike three. And the first man retired here for five points. That'll bring up the catcher, Braden Lee. Walked in the first, grounded out to second in the second, and flew out to right to end the fourth inning. A one-run lead right now for Carney, or excuse me, for Grand Island five points. And working a little quicker right now, Dawson Stutz, but he misses the zone, and it's 1-0. And the 1-0 pitch from Stutz is fouled away down the right field line. Strike one, one and one. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. See Amy Johnson or Wendy Vosser today. And the 1-1 pitch. Stutz right down the pipe at the knees. It's strike two, one and two. Nelson on deck. Nelson doubled last time up to get that three-run fifth going. And the one-two pitch from Stutz. Strike three call. That was almost the identical same place. Down the middle, just a little down in the zone at the knees. And the first two men down on strikes here in the sixth for Grand Island. So Tyson Nelson, one for three, doubled and scored to start the fifth, flown out to right, grounded out to second. And he'll stand in there with nobody on and two outs here in the top of the sixth. Stutz's his first pitch. There's a strike. And now a little momentum going for Dawson Stutz. That's the way it started for Corn Conrad. 
but Grand Island also put the bat on the ball right out of the gate, too. The 0-1, there's outside and low. 1-1. One and one. Cage Brockmeyer would be next. Bottom of the order's done okay here for Grand Island. In the first few plate appearances. The 1-1 pitch. Breaking curve. Wow, it broke right in there. Yeah, 1-2. and two. Kind of a borderline, but this time Stutz will get the call. And now he's trying to strike out the side. He's one pitch away from doing it. The 1-2 pitch to Tyson Nelson is going to be poked foul. And out of play. American Legion Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by Fanatics, Optical Gallery, Great Western Bank, and Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Again, the 1-2 pitch here to Nelson, and it's going to be poked down the right field line again. And out of play. And a host of youngsters right over there by the big tree behind the visiting dugout searching for that foul ball. Once again, the 1-2 from Stutz to Nelson and outside. It was a good breaking ball. The batter actually started to the dugout. It'll be ball two, two and two. But it did look like it was outside. Two and two, two outs. Stutz delivers. And again, poke foul just trying to stay alive, fouling those pitches over the outer half of the plate out of the ballpark. Our New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show when we get done, then probably about a 20-minute break before we get to game two. Ball's fouled away again at the plate. So Nelson staying alive in there. He's working. Tarney has stayed with the same defense outside of moving Conrad out to left once they brought Stutz in to pitch. Let's try this 2-2 pitch again to Tyson Nelson. Well, Stutz just stood there until he called time, so mission accomplished. Again, base is empty, but Grand Island leading it 8-7 here with two outs at the top of the sixth over Carney post-52. Stutz now delivers, and that is just outside. Fastball makes it 3-2. and two. Brockmeyer waiting on deck. First two men down on strikes here in the sixth for Grand Island. Now the payoff pitch from Stutz. Swung on and missed. Strike three. He strikes out the side. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Grand Island, five points, eight. Carney post 52, seven on KXPN Carney. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you. 
All our vehicles are serviced and inspected, and we now offer ASC certified warranties on qualifying vehicles. Hi, I'm Karen Carlson. Stop and see my husband Lanny and his team put their passion of cars to work for you. We are family owned and operated. Don't see what you are looking for? Lanny will find it for you. Fast, easy financing available. Our philosophy? Work hard and treat people right with honesty and integrity. Stop in or shop online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. Proudly supporting Legion Baseball. We go to the bottom of the six, both the relief pitchers, Eli Ford of Grand Island and Dawson Stutz for Carney, have done a really good job, and we've still got a one-run ball game. It's 8-7 to seven in favor of Grand Island as Carney comes to bat here in the bottom of the sixth inning. The heart of the order, 3-4-5, Nolan Smith, Corin Conrad, Peyton Larson. Smith has reached twice, but a fielder's choice and scored in the first walked and scored in the third, and then popped out to shortstop in the fourth. Conrad is one for three with a double, and Peyton Larson is two for three with a pair of singles and an RBI. So the meat of the order, this is probably where Carney needs to generate at least that tying run here in the bottom of the sixth. So Smith is in there, and here's the first pitch from Ford. He takes it blowing away for ball one. Again, if you're just joining us, Grand Island jumped out early, two in the first, two in the second to take a 4-1 lead. Carney scored four in the third to rally and take a 6-5 lead. And then three in the top of the fifth as the ball is fouled over by the first base dugout right in the coach's box. It's hauled in there by Cohen Evans. And Smith fouls out to start the bottom of the sixth. Again, the three runs in the top of the fifth for Grand Island gave them an 8-6 lead. Carney got one in the bottom, shut them out here in the top of the sixth. Now trying to even things out. Corn Conrad, who started on the mound and moved to left, stands in there one for three. Had an RBI double in the first, and he'll take one for strike one. None of the pitchers have really worked inside much in the ball game here. They've been pretty effective over the outside portion of the plate. The 0-1 to Conrad bounces. And it's one and one. Larson next. Jace Gappa, if they can get somebody on. 8-7. Grand Island, bottom of the sixth. We play seven regulation. Game one of tonight's doubleheader. The pitch to Conrad. He'll swing on it and rip it into left field for his second base hit of the ball game. So a one-out single here for Conrad. And that'll bring up Peyton Larson, the right fielder. Two for three. Called out in the first on strikes. Single in a run and scored in the third. Singled in the fourth. So Conrad, short lead away from first. And now Ford will have to work from the stretch with a man on here. The tying run, standing at first. And Larson, the right fielder. Takes one over his head. Nice job by Braden Lee to leap up and snag that and keep Conrad from advancing to second. We've seen enough wild pitches. There have been quite a few from Grand Island in this game. Don't want to give any more now. It's too tight. 8-7. Lead away from first. Fastball taken. Strike one. One and one. On Larson. Conrad gets a good jump when the pitch is thrown home. 
Have to see if Lee might try to throw behind him. As Ford brings it home, swung on and hit towards center field, and that's going to be out there to Aarons. He'll hold on and make the catch. Aarons has had quite a bit of work out there in center. Some have dropped in front. Others, he hasn't had to move too much. And so two outs now in the bottom of the sixth and the third baseman, Jace Gappa, up there to try and keep it going for Carney here in the bottom of the sixth, or else they'll have to do it in the seventh. Eli Ford, bigger lead over there now for Conrad. Biggest lead I've seen him take. Not going anywhere, and Gappa will take it for strike one. No balls, one strike. Of course, his dad, Dave, a great Carney athlete and baseball player back in the day. Spent a little time with Big Red down there in the John Sanders era. Look it up, kids. You'll find out who that is. Gappa hits it down towards third. Oh, a nice snag over there by Lighting. Throws over, and it's dug out, and they get him at the bang-bang play. Great play by Carson Lighting and Cohen Evans. Able to scoop it up. That's huge, or we might have first and third. Gappa hit it hard and right at the third base bag. But the defense made a great play. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left on. We go to the seventh and final inning. It is Grand Island 5.8, Carney Post 52-7. You're listening to Legion Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Carney Baseball! At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda with you as we go to the top of the seventh inning. It'll be 8-9-1 here for Grand Island. Gage Brockmeyer stands in. He's 0 for 3. And Dawson Stutz delivers a fastball that he turns on and belts down the left field line, but it's foul. Good piece of hitting by Brockmeyer, but couldn't keep it in play. Excuse me, he is 1 for 3. He did single in the second, but was forced out. Then he flew out to center, and he struck out in the fifth. Brockmeyer is the first man to have faced Stutz who came out in relief in the fifth. Here's another fastball that's fouled straight back to the screen. Strike two, brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. Talk to Ryan Bruna or Mark Shipperite. 8-7. Kearney's managed just one run in the last three innings, and another pitch that's skied up in the air behind the plate. Looking forward is Nolan Smith, and Nolan Smith is there. Just a few feet from where he was squatted down. To record out number one as Brockmeyer fouls out. That'll bring up Seth Myers. Myers, the number nine batter here for Grand Island, has reached base and scored every time that he has been up. Fielder's choice in the second, singled in the third, and singled in the fifth. 
First pitch here is a fastball that misses outside. Ball one. So Myers is having himself a really good game here this evening. Coming in, hitting just 204. Has a couple of hits. And he gets ahead in the count 2-0. Another one out and away. Again, don't forget, we've got Royals baseball tonight. If you're looking for the big leaguers on the breeze, 94.5. Hopefully they didn't use up their entire season's worth of power last night. Had six home runs beating Detroit 14-6. And the fastball's in there for strike one to Myers. So it's now two balls, one strike. Riley Plummer is on deck. And the pitch grounded towards second. Right there to gobble it up is Redinger. Makes the play for out number two. And for the first time tonight, Seth Myers has been retired. Riley Plummer can't do much better than what he's done. Three for three and hit by a pitch. He scored three runs. He's driven in a run. And he'll stand in there with nobody on and two outs. By the way, the Royals are currently trailing Detroit four to three as they go to the bottom of the fourth. And Stutz wheels and deals. It's low and away ball one. Final home game here in Kearney. Post 52 will go to Hastings Thursday, and we'll have those games for you here on ESPN as a reminder. Chance to see them play a couple of times here after Runza had to shut things down this week. And the 2-0 pitch. Stutz is outside, 3-0. Cole Bauer would be next. Boy, Stutz would really just like to get out of here and get that offense back to the plate. 3-0, taken all the way, and finds the middle of the strike zone, 3-1. See if he can fire another one in there against the shortstop plumber. Stutz works quick. The 3-1 is grounded into the hole and gets between short and third. Thought for a minute, Scout Simmons, who knocked down quite a few, might knock that one down. But a clean base hit to left for Riley Plummer, who is now four for four and was also hit by a pitch. So a perfect night there. And Cole Bauer will stand in. Cole, three for four, three for three with a walk. He has driven in a run. He has scored. Carney trying to keep it at one run. And of course. And I would love to find an insurance one as this one is down low. Ball one. One and oh. In the seventh and what could be the final inning in a one-run game. You never know how those things are going to play out. And Stutz out of the stretch, throws over to first. Haven't even really seen many just straight steals in the ball game tonight. Only a couple. In a fairly short lead away from first for Plummer. And the 1-0 pitch is going to be fouled out the right field line. Makes the first base coach flinch just a little bit. And it's 1-1 to Cole Bauer with Cohen Evans on deck. 8-7 Grand Island, top of the seventh. Here in game one. And Stutz comes set. Fires at home. Strike two called. Up around the letters, one and two. Couple of groans, couple of looks, but ready to attack the one-two pitch now 
is Bauer. Can Stutz get him out here? One, two, goes down low and fouls it away. Good piece of hitting there by Cole Bauer. Stays at one ball and two strikes. Two outs. Runner at first is Plummer. Here in the top of the seventh, Grand Island holding on to a one-run lead at the moment. Defense playing straight up here with the runner on. Stutz will deliver the one-two pitch, but first he's going to step off the rubber. The opportunity to play a little summer ball. The one-two curveball grounded towards short, hit hard. Simmons has it, scoops over to second, and Rediger will retire. Plummer for the final out here in the top of the seventh inning. There were no runs on one hit. No errors. One man left on. Carney's got to find a way to get 360 feet around those bases. They trail 8-7 to Grand Island as we go to the bottom of the seventh here on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and product. From storm repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that has built itself on trust. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. And a proud supporter of Legion Baseball. Well, Eli Ford trying to finish it off here for Grand Island five points as we go to the bottom of the seventh. It will be seven, eight, nine for Carney, but remember, eight was Dawson Stutz, one of the leading hitters on this ball club, and he'll get a chance to bat second in the inning. Riley Miller, the center fielder, leads it off. Then Dawson Stutz and Blake Radis is what's due up here in the seventh. Eight, seven, Grand Island. For Miller, he walked in the second. He singled and scored in the third. He walked and scored in the fifth. Eli Ford on in relief of Tyler Fay. With two outs in the third, and he's gone the rest of the way. And this curveball is low to start things off at the bottom of the seventh. Ball one. One and oh to Miller. Pitch takes strike one. One and one. So in there with a little bit of patience. Wants to make sure that Ford can find the strike zone. Now it's one and one. There's one run over the last three innings against Ford. The 1-1 pitch. Breaking ball. Tried to frame it, but it's a little high. Ball two. Two balls. One strike to the leadoff hitter in the bottom of the seventh inning. And Riley Miller, Dawson Stutz, is on deck. And the 2-1 from Ford. Fastball, foul back out of play, two and two. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Carney. There's no place like home. See Susan Bice or Mark Shipperite. Among our many great dealers. Two balls, two strikes. Ford delivers. Swung on and just got a piece of it. Staying alive. American Legion Baseball on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
is brought to you by Great Western Bank, Lanny Carlson Motors, Family Physical Therapy, and Rodfoot Sand and Gravel. Outside, bounced in the opposite batter's box. And the count now full to Riley Miller. So far, he's put together a really good at bat, fouled off a couple of pitches. Now does Ford just challenge him with a fastball. Three and two leadoff batter here in the bottom of the seventh. Ford winds, delivers. It's inside and high ball for a leadoff walk for Riley Miller. And they like the speed that Miller has. Now Dawson Stutz comes up. How do you play this? Matt Conant ready to send some signals. Normally, you're button in this situation to get the runner over to second. Again, not a lot of straight steals in the ball game. Stutz a good hitter. But will they just go ahead and say, bunt the ball? He's already squared. Running in from third. It's inside. He tried to get out of the way. Straight steal. Throw down to second. He is safe. And they're going to call it a ball. They're going to say that Stutz got out of the way. Although the Grand Island coach doesn't agree. Coach Redmond saying that's a strike. He didn't get out of the way with the bat. It was funky looking, I will tell you that. When you square a bunt, that third baseman's running in at you. And then it's inside. Hard to concentrate on what you're doing sometimes. So 1-0. Probably bunt again, and this time it's chopped down the third baseline foul, and he'll have to come back. Now it's important for Dawson to get that bunt down. You got your guy to second. If you're going to bunt and get him over to third, and I think we will have a pinch hitter for Blake Radis, even though he's done okay. He's only hitting around 100. So over here on deck... Looks like Max Myers will come in. 1-1 pitch now. Squares to bunt. Bunts it. It's down the third base line. He picks it up. He's safe. Oh. The catcher, Nolan Smith, was saying, let it go. You never pick the ball up on the line. Ever, ever, ever. And that's just a bad break for Eli Ford because he's been doing so good. And so coming in. To a courtesy run will be Jack Dahlgren, and now Coach Redmond's going to come out and just calm things down. Jake Redmond's going to come out there, talk to his pitcher. That's a moment that could stick in your head, so this is a good move to come out there. It will be a bunt single for Dawson Stunts. The tying run at third, the winning run at first. There is nobody out here in the bottom of the seventh. And Max Myers will indeed be the pinch hitter. And on the season, Max Myers is hitting 347. And about anything could happen here. You could squeeze here, put the winning run at second, even if it's not a suicide squeeze. So let's see what Myers does. Runners at first and third. Stats away from first. Ford now throwing out of the stretch and the pitch. Going to take it for ball one. Just missed low. So Ford has just missed on a couple of pitches here. 8-7 Grand Island, but the tying run at third, the winning run at first, and there's nobody out here. That leadoff walk always bites you. They're going to go straight steal, and nobody's even covering second as the infield's in. 
So Stutz goes down to second. They were just kind of giving it to him, so he took it. And it is 2-0 now to Myers. Situation here, if you just knew you weren't going to walk him, you would want to walk Myers to load the bases to give you the force out at home. 2-0. He'll swing and foul it back here. Oh, that dangerous one that just gets over the webbing and lands by the concession stand. It's 2-1. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate of Kearney. There's no place like home. So Myers could end the game with a base hit. The infield playing in. The outfield not playing really any different. Maybe a couple steps more shallow and right. The 2-1. Curveball hammered towards the third base side, and it is fouled. Chopped in there. Just past Matt Connett. 2-2. Two two. Miller at third. Excuse me, it's Dahlgren at third. You got the courtesy runner uh, in there for uh, Stutz. So it's Miller at third and Dahlgren at second. And the pitch. Curveball chopped towards the right side. It's into the outfield. One run will score. They will not be able to send the winning run home, but it is a base hit for Max Myers, and we are tied at eight in the bottom of the seventh with the winning run 90 feet away. Myers with the RBI single just past the outstretched glove of Cohen Evans. And again, if you're not playing in, you probably at least get the out. But they continued to play in there. And it may have cost him an out. Run probably would have still scored going on contact. So still nobody out. And that'll bring up Scout Simmons with a chance to win the ball game here for Carney in the bottom of the seventh for post 52. The pitch swung on and just chopped. That was a great pitch. Breaker down low. That he chops foul. Strike one. For Scout. Reached on an error in the first, singled in the second, walked in the third, singled in a run in the fifth. The winning run at third. Myers just barely steps off the bag at first. There's no reason for him to go anywhere. The pitch to Simmons. Again, fouled at the plate. A little low, but chopped at it. And it's 0-2. Grand Island and Ford really need a strikeout here. Ty Redinger would be next. Nolan Smith, if we get that far. Top of the order right now. Bottom of the order has done its job. They've got it tied at eight. But an 0-2 count here to Scout Simmons, and Ford delivers just missed. <laughs> oh, you can hear the Grand Island crowd. What a great pitch there by Ford, and it's one and two. In the infield, playing in a little bit back at third, actually. And the pitch to Simmons, swung on and missed. And they don't have to throw down because the base is occupied. So Simmons goes down on strikes. That's the first out. Now entering the game, number six. Now coming into the ball game is going to be Welsh. He'll check in here. Dylan Welsh is going to come in for Ty Rettiger to pinch hit. Redinger had been 0 for 4, and they're going to intentionally walk him. And that will load the bases. And again, the new rule, you don't have to throw it in four times. You just say that you want to walk him. So here's the story. 8-8, bottom of the seventh, bases loaded, one out, and it's up to Nolan Smith. He has reached twice but does not have a hit in the game. 
The pitch from Ford. He takes it for a low ball one. Fielder's choice in the first and scored. Walked and scored in the third. Popped out to short in the fourth and fouled out to first to lead off the sixth. Got a chance to end it here. The 1-0 pitch. He takes again. Oh, ball two. Now, probably the smart thing is just to stand there until Ford can throw you a strike. On the other hand, though, he has to throw a strike here. So can you put the ball in play? Dahlgren is the courtesy runner down at third. The winning run. The 2-0 pitch. Swung on and hit into center field, and that'll do it. Back, back, back. Over his head, and that'll be the ball game. A bases loaded RBI single for Nolan Smith, and that will win it for Carney Post 52. Nine to eight with two runs here in the bottom of the seventh. And we'll be back with the new West Sports Medicine postgame show to give you the recap in a moment on ESPN Tri Cities. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech Restoration is here to get it right. SeaTech Restoration provides some of the most innovative and specialized personal property care in the industry, substantially reducing replacement costs. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. SeaTech Restoration in Carney proudly supports all area athletes. 2020 is the year to see clearly, so let us focus on you at Optical Gallery. Dr. Mandy Johnson and her staff proudly provide personal, professional eye care for the entire family. From comprehensive eye exams to glasses and contacts, Optical Gallery is your trusted source for quality eye care. Come check out our large selection of name brand frames, including Nike, Kate Spade, Jimmy Choo, Oakley, and Maui Jim. Schedule an eye exam today with Dr. Mandy Johnson and be on your way to 2020 in 2020. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney, where vision matters. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. And welcome back to Historic Memorial Field. It was a long ball game, uh, just over two hours and 30 minutes. But for the hometown, Carney Post 52, they win their fifth in a row and their seventh out of their last nine with a walk-off bases-loaded single, which was popped about as far as any ball tonight as just goes at a single. And he hit it over the center fielder, Eli Aaron's head. Had to play in a little shallow, but still a great uh, hit by Nolan Smith. Got the job done, and Carney wins it. Nine to eight. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today for Grand Island. They were up five to two going into the bottom of the third. 
But Kearney scored four runs to take the lead. Then Grand Island three in the fifth to go up eight to six. Kearney got one in the bottom of the fifth and two in the bottom of the seventh to get the win. For Grand Island, eight runs. I had them for ten hits, three Kearney errors. Nine men were left on base, including five in those first two innings. We talked about it, how they had the four runs but had the opportunity to get a lot more and just weren't able to do that. Riley Plummer in the ball game, four for four and reached all five times as he was hit by a pitch. Cole Bauer uh, had three hits in the baseball game as well. So that was a majority of the base knock. Seth Myers in the nine hole had a couple of hits today. Tyson Nelson, Gage Brockmeyer also had base hits. On the mound, Corin Conrad got the start for Carney. Went four innings, gave up seven hits, walked four, struck out one. Dawson Stutz gets the win in relief. Three innings pitched, gave up three hits, one walk, and struck out four. For Carney, nine runs, 11 hits. There were two Grand Island errors. Carney left 11 men on. You'll count those three that uh, were left on in the seventh. So before that, they had eight men left on base. Offensively, Scout Simmons, as we said, had a pretty good baseball game. Uh, even though he struck out in the seventh, he had two hits and a reached base four times. Uh, Nolan Smith, the only hit he had was that game-winning RBI. Corin Conrad was two for four with a double. Uh, Peyton Larson was two for four in the baseball game. Riley Miller, he was one for one. He actually walked three times in the contest. Uh, Dawson Stunts had that bunt single here in the seventh for a base hit. And then you had uh, Max Myers with the key game-tying RBI in his pinch hit appearance there in the seventh. For uh, Blake Radis, he had one of his better games. He was uh, one for one. He singled, he walked, and he had a sacrifice uh, fly that uh, drove in a run in the fifth. Tyler Fay got the start on the mound for Grand Island. He went two and two-thirds innings, gave up five hits, six runs. He walked four, he struck out two. And Eli Ford, the hard luck loser here, he goes three and two-thirds innings, six hits, walked three, including the leadoff walk and then the intentional walk. Uh, in the seventh inning, he struck out two. So Carney now 19-17-1, and one, Grand Island 24-8, and eight, and in about 20 minutes, we'll have game number two. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A walk-off, bases-loaded hit for Nolan Smith, 9-8. to eight. Carney picks up the win. We'll send it back to ESPN for a little bit and should be back in about 20 minutes for game two of tonight's doubleheader. This is Doug Duda saying stay with us on ESPN Tri-Cities. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.